three, two, one, action. Welcome back. Um, this is the Two Beers Deep podcast, the interview portion. Um, this is Deke. We got Greg, who just chugged a ton of his beer. Um, thank you guys so much, first off, for commenting, liking the videos uh, that we took for the Pick'ems. Um, we're going to have a ton more content coming, including, actually, and I wanted to be on the mic for this, Greg, we are now announcing um, coming in January, we will have a full-fledged um, team of professional wrestlers, writers, and videographers uh, ready to do it. And we want you to be a writer, Greg, so I wanted to be on camera for this. Yeah, 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 I thought that was super cool. Um, this is just the power of kind of podcasting at this moment. We have guys that reached out to me, and they've wanted to do a podcast and videos and writings about wrestling. We have, and obviously they'll talk to you about what, but they want to do a um, SmackDown, a Raw, an International, an Indie, uh, all different writers, all different content. So um, I just want to reach out to you, Greg, and tell you that you have not been fired yet. Yet is the key here. Um, I hate you so much for that because I was not prepared. Yep. <laughs> None whatsoever. We are going to talk about college quarterbacks. So. Oh, God damn it. I hate Shout you. Shout out to Josh Elsass. He has been <laughs> shooting the amazing video footage for the Deke Pickums, which I love. Um, they've been getting great feedback, and, and I went 9-7 and seven this week, so I'm not that bad, right? Yeah, clearly not. I mean, it's not like fantasy football where I'm crushing you, but yeah, let's... let's... I drafted your team. Oh, so fuck off. So later on in this podcast, I do want to say we have Mars Jackson coming up, up-and-coming Pittsburgh rapper. Um, Mars is insanely talented. I love his music. Mm -hmm. A good personal friend of mine. Um, it's going to be really cool. Um, I know you don't know too much about Mars, but what are you looking forward to? Uh, I actually listened to a couple of his stuff before I came here. I'm really excited to kind of get his background story. You know, I know he's from Pittsburgh. I want to kind of understand where he's from and what inspired him to do what he did. And also the little stuff I did listen to, it is exactly the type of hip-hop music yeah. I enjoy. It's the type that I can sit back in a chair, roll up a blunt, light it up, and then I'm good to go for an entire time. Yeah, and I, I can't wait to, to whoop Mars's ass in 2K, the game of his choice. Um, we are going to be shooting video of just the interview tonight to shout out to everybody. Um, I, I do do a video game portion. Obviously, if you listened last week, it was Madden with Chance. Um, obviously, we didn't have the video, and we'll be going, getting a lot better with it as we go. Poor Chance. He got the shit end of the stick on that one, too. Yeah, yeah. Very true. Very true. Um, but hey, let's get into it. Greg wants to talk about... What do you want to talk about? Oh, man, we got to talk about the college football coaching carousel. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I, Jesus, like, were you expecting it to be this nuts? I Honestly. Was well, not. The reason being that I didn't think, I mean, the biggest one for me is Jimbo Fisher. Mm -hmm. And it came out early that he was leaving his program. And it, it, that was the biggest one because he is a decent name. But at the end of the day, he's not really that good of a coach. He's a, wow, he's a, that's that's a hot take. I right mean, look there. at it. He really, um, he the main portion of his wins came from Jameis Winston. True, but I mean, this was the guy that was single handedly picked by Bobby Bowden to be his successor. I mean, you were expecting well, him to be a great they thought, coach, and though. He did, but because he came from Saban's staff. Uh, yeah, okay, I'll give you credit for that, but I mean that the Jimbo Fish one just surprised me. Well, first off, the contract surprised me. Did you see how much oh, he's getting yeah, from yeah. A and M? He's the most ten ten years, seventy five million. I mean, that's yeah, 7.5 7. mil for a head coach. And first off, Texas A&M's got all the resources that they could possibly ever need now to have a succeeding program. All they needed was just the guy that could take them to the next level. And no, dis no discredit to Kevin Sumlin. He's a great coach, I think. I think he was just in a situation that 
you know, was just way too much pressure for him. And at least with Jimbo Fisher, he's won a national title. He understands the pressure. And yeah, that is, is one thing. This is a great. Pressure. This is a great hire for Texas A and M. I think. I don't know how the hell they did it, but wow. Yeah, <laughs> you're definitely them. right about the pressure end of things because a lot of the time, um, that's the big thing in college coaching is that like how will he handle the pressure? Mm-hmm. And I, I, that is one thing. Even though I don't think he's, you look at Jimbo Fisher. When has a coach ever said that he was scared of Jimbo Fisher's playbook? You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not. It's his players and it's his recruiting tactics, which you can say are either good or kids wanted to be in Florida and just didn't want to go to Florida Gators. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, not knocking him. No, no, no. not that, You do with what you true. can, what you have. But, mm-hmm. um, so let's talk about somebody else. I want to talk about Willie um, Taggart a little bit. That's the, that's what I love about the coaching carousel is just the fact that when one domino falls, the next one falls after it, and then it causes another domino to fall. Yeah, well, he <laughs> said, and he quoted, Oregon was his dream job. Um, you want to talk unlimited resources? You have all of Nike behind you. That yeah, that would be the number one reason I'd be at. I, at Oregon. I don't even I, I can't understand what would cause someone to leave that. You have unlimited. You want to talk unlimited resources? That is unlimited resources. Probably unlimited right money. Yeah, if you. You know what I mean? That'd be the only thing is 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 if the money's good enough that that's why. I'm Un, unless Taggart was just really comfortable in Florida because he he was the coach in South Florida before he left for Oregon. Yeah, that's true. I mean he had a good recruiting recruiting ground to go off of and unless he was just homesick or something like that might be it but i personally think that oregon he had a much better chance at winning there so let's talk about tennessee um what was your take on the shiano situation um i don't want to say it was handled poorly i i think that first off i have nothing wrong with greg shiano as a, as a head coach i really don't because if, if he gets recommendations from that many people in the sport I feel like you should give him the benefit of the doubt, and I think he would have been a solid hire for Tennessee. I personally think it was just a couple students that just got riled up and used and used just whatever tactics they could. Oh to yeah, smear they just didn't campaign. want Shiano to be the guy. I just can't believe how messy it got. Well, you basically drug his name through the mud when he got cleared through the whole thing, and no matter what you think, he was cleared. Right. So basically, what you're telling him right now is that case that you were. Um, in and you were basically proven innocent mm-hmm. we don't care about that because we don't want you as the head coach right like, it's disgusting you're right and what made it worse was that first off the ad got fired for that and i don't even understand how the ad got pulled into this situation i mean granted yes you want to interview the head coach of Rutgers, but i guess i mean well, form, Ash, form, yeah. former head coach yeah, i'm sorry but like just wanting to interview him i don't understand the whole reasoning for that i mean he had a lot of other coaching candidates that turned it down like david cutcliffe turned it down david doran turned it down mike gundy turned it down i I don't know if that's just a toxic environment now or something but wow yeah i don't think anybody's going to take that job i think they're going to have to go either internally to somebody they don't want to take or somebody from a smaller school because everyone knows how toxic and nobody wants to play for a fan base like that because you know what it was and honestly this is not a knock on them but really it all comes down to the fact that this fan base thought they were going to get gruden Mm -hmm. because gruden's popular mainly because of things like barstool sports and deadspin and espn making him like the cool guy right and everyone's like we got gruden and when they didn't get him they got mad that they got shiano and they no nobody's gonna get gruden gruden's done no gruden has no reason to go back to coaching he is making what like eight well, seven eight mil back, doing he's now being tarnished by bad unless he goes undefeated mm-hmm. every game he plays he is now being tarnished by bad yeah. you know what i mean like there's no you won your super bowl in tampa that's great 
and you had an elite defense, but no matter what he does, unless he wins national championships instantly, which you cannot do at Tennessee, let alone when you first get mm-hmm. into a job, he's just going to lose, and why would he do that? There's a reason he's the president of the Fired Football's Coaches Association. All right, we got another minute. I want to get your idea on Herb Edwards with Arizona State. <laughs> Boy, what a press conference. <laughs> yeah. Did oh, you you're see from that? the Devils. Oh. Oh, I went to church. No, uh, oh, you are the, the Sun Devils. Well, first off, um, me me being a Pitt fan, I can honestly say I love seeing Todd Graham just get ousted just because I hated yeah, that motherfucker true. so much. Yeah, but um, Herm Edwards was an interesting choice. I feel like he's a little bit past his prime, definitely. I mean, he's 68, I think. Being, being the head coach of a power five program at 68 is kind of surprising to me yeah i, I didn't the hire really confused me i i didn't understand it at all I think but it's, it's, it's a, it falls in the same line as the gruden where it's just cool he's he's cool he's seen on tv but this was definitely not someone people were expecting to go back to coaching though i mean yeah, was, that's true so I, I, it's a weird hire for me i i kind of think that arizona state were probably just wanted to be like okay listen we tried getting the hawk guy we stole him from Pitt, and he you know, I mean, he had a couple good years, but he just was underwhelming. So let's get someone that can kind of stabilize us and then build us back up to where we think we could be. Yeah. All right. So um, we have a couple more minutes here. I want to talk about who do you think are going to be the – and this is off the top of our heads, obviously. Who's, Clearly, Who's your yeah. division leaders right now uh, for the NFL? Who, who wins the divisions? Because obviously the Steelers are going to win – um, our division, I think the Patriots obviously have their division racked up. But I want to talk more about the tighter ones where do you like the Falcons, Saints, or Panthers? Do you like the Chiefs, Raiders, um, Chargers? Well, first off, in the podcast that we previously did, I was the one that even said, like, watch out for the Chargers, man. They're starting oh, to get they're starting to get hot. Philip Philip Rivers looks like he's been revitalized a little bit. That defense is nasty. Joey Bosa is I a stud. When um, Mike Wallace went down with his neck injury. Mm-hmm. And I, I might have talked about this last podcast, and I don't really care. I tweeted out. Who cares? It's our podcast. I, yeah, I, I, no one listens. It doesn't matter. Oh, I be nice. tweeted out that Keenan Allen is now a second round pick at the latest. Yep, and I, I think, remember that. I think it was, and I'm going to look it back up because I don't want to bring your name up, but I think it was Mike Rapp, and I might add him because he said, what? So he can get hurt again. And I said, trust me, those injuries aren't soft tissue they're not alshon jeffrey injuries they are very he had a, a, a what was it a ruptured spleen ruptured spleen and a torn acl those are both very obscure injuries like an acl yeah that could do some problems but for a receiver mm-hmm. th- it's not the same as a running back where it might ruin it but anyways long story short who do you like in that division oh definitely chargers easily i'm sticking with that all the way yeah. the, ch- the chiefs just look so lost uh, right now i keep picking them every week and I, you do me. you I, do i went against them this week uh, well, I mean, good for you on that. But uh, I, the Raiders, I mean, I think it's going to come down to the Chargers and Raiders, I think, just because the Chiefs are just so underwhelming right now. Um, if anything, I'm looking at it because it's Derek Carr versus Phillip Rivers in the end. I'm leaning more towards the Chargers just because they're much more of a complete team, and I think the Raiders kind of have uh, their defense isn't really as well off as it's been in a while. I, I think Kalua Max is kind of underwhelming this year when you look at it. Yeah, uh, extremely underwhelming for a guy that should be a defensive player of the year candidate every mm-hmm. single year. Uh, oh, who, absolutely. Who's your, uh, who's your defensive player of the year? Jeez, you threw me off there. Yeah, um, yeah top of our head, fuck it. it that's, a, um, that's, a, that's a tough question. Uh, just because, I'm going to say Jalen Ramsey. Really? You wouldn't say A.J. Boye? No, i go Jalen Ramsey. I think, ooh. 
Yeah, here's the thing. Boye's more Boye's more the shutdown corner that will kind of stop it, but he won't put up the gaudy stats. Jalen Ramsey is the guy that kind of does all the dirty work in that secondary, and he's the one that will get all the flash plays, which is what Defensive Player of the Year is known for. You either get sacks or you get the interceptions. What do you think the odds are that the Defensive Player of the Year is a Jacksonville Jaguar? I'd say pretty high just because of the fact that they're so... Well, you got Calais Campbell, who would be up there. AJ Boye, Jalen mm-hmm. Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Church has been playing decently well. Right. Yannick um, Ngakaway has yep. been really good. Uh, Dante Fowler's been... Fowler's been very Fowler's good. been pretty good. Telvin Smith and Miles Jack. Oh, God. Who are some other candidates for defensive ro- or player of the year? I think I think Bosa's up there. Bo- um, Bosa's definitely up there. He he's you know what we I remember watching the draft with you when we were kind of surprised when they took Bosa because we thought do they really need him? Yep, they do. Yeah. Him and him and Ingram on oh, the ends. So oh good. oh, they're fun to I watch. I also really enjoy Patrick Peterson every year, and I think he is very undervalued. I think especially this year. Best, yeah, I think especially he's the best this cover year. corner in football since Revis in his prime. Since Revis put people on island, I think Patrick Peterson's the best cover corner, but he doesn't get the talk because the Cardinals are pretty bad this year. Yeah. Another underrated guy you have to look at just because um, Aaron Donald's having a oh, disruptive, so awesome. disruptive year. He's not putting up the gaudy stacks, but then again, defensive tackles don't really put up yeah, the gaudy stacks. it's tough because you don't want to talk about stats with somebody on the interior. Yeah. Here's a question because this has been something that's been going around for a while now. I mean, is Cam Hayward a dark horse for the defensive player of the year? Yes. Um, I don't think he'll win it, but he's definitely he's, should be considered. He's in that same category where, like, he's he's the three four technique end who I won't. I think he's a year away from being because he's a year from now. Imagine him, um, T.J. Watt and Bud Dupree and Shazier, which we do want to say, you know, uh, thoughts and prayers to Ryan Shazier. If you don't know the situation, he obviously went limp after a tackle made on Monday Night Football against the Cincinnati Bengals. He is still, as of we are recording right now, in Cincinnati Hospital, but he does have feeling in his arms and legs. Um, Those are always the scary ones when you don't even think they were that serious. It wasn't even that serious of a hit no. either. That's what but made it worse. If let's In a perfect world, he comes back. I think the Steelers' defense with Artie Burns, and I think they go cornerback next year in the draft, honestly, or, or, or quarterback, if you guess that, but... Oh, That's I can't wait for a draft we podcast. Will doing, yeah, we will be doing a separate um, podcast because this one is just about culture and sports. We will be doing a podcast for the draft. We are going to bombard people with this shit when so it comes we, to the draft. Yeah, that's enough for us talking until the outro. Um, right now, I'm very happy um, that this has continued for a second week. Everyone, please, if you haven't already, go listen to the interview I did with Keith Pittsburgh Dope. Chance absolutely murdered it at Keith Pittsburgh Dope on, I think it was Instagram. And then at um, PGH, keep PGH dope on yes, Twitter. Yes, keep yes, PGH that dope. was it. Um, Chance is a great friend of mine, part of the creatives group. That was a great interview. The audio obviously um, excused that portion. I did that all myself, whereas this one we're going to be sending it out. Mm-hmm. But it brings me great joy um, to introduce the segment that I have with Mars Jackson, Pittsburgh Raptors. So um, without further ado, here we go. Morris Jackson, you can follow me at Twitter, Morris Jackson, IG, Morris Jackson, SoundCloud, Morris Jackson, and Facebook, Morris Jackson. Basically, Google me. I'm a pretty handsome guy, so <laughs> I think you'll enjoy my face. Loved around the city, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, so first things first, let's pick our teams. We are playing 2K this week. I know I played Chance from Keith Spitzer Dope in Madden last week, and I worked him. <laughs> Very excited about that. I will admit this is 2K16 because I am broke. 
Um, so I'll, I'll be away. You can be home. Okay. We're just going to, I hit a bunch of times to switch it up. Okay. All right, you went back. All right. All right, <laughs> All right so I got Charlotte, Cavs, and Trailblazers. I'm going to go Cavs pending right. you getting a good team. So All go right, ahead and hit so your. Just X. Okay. Just X. <laughs> yeah, right, just right. X. Pistons. Celtics. Bulls. I'll go with Celtics. All right, I'm going to hit a fourth just because I personally don't like the Cavs. I got the Knicks. Hey. I'm cool with that. I got Kristaps. I got Mello. Because this is 20... <laughs> This is the 1900s. <laughs> uh, so now we got this loan and everything. Um, Mars, why don't you start off just very simply. Um, tell me where you're from. Tell me where you went to high school. Uh, tell me a little bit about you growing up. Sweet. Um, well, from Pittsburgh. Uh, growing up, I lived on the Hill District. Um, I went to Shinley High School, which is cool because it's one of the illest schools in the city. Um, I ran track there. Ran track. Okay. Yeah. What, what events in track? Uh, I did the 110 hurdles, 300 hurdles. Oh, jeez. Uh, four by one, four by four for workouts, like the 800 and stuff Damn. like that. So. See, I never did track because I was super lazy. <laughs> and that's why when I played soccer, I was a goalie. Yeah. Like, I started as goalie because I was like, oh, I don't got to run as much. Like, yeah, I'll do that one. Um, and Shenley, they recently became, is it Obama Academy? Yeah, they originally, they recently became Obama Academy, and, of course, the school has people living in it now, so. Re yeah. Their apartment, that's yeah. right. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's, a, my buddy lives in a place up on Mount Washington that's a school now. It was a school back then. Oh, wow. And it's an apartment building now, and I'm like, dang, like, that's, because my, my elementary school, I just drove by the other day, it's run down. It's empty. All the grasses ran up because Kiski, where I went to high school, decided to move everybody to one building. Oh, wow. So the high school I went to was just not really a building anymore. Yeah. So, like, it obviously completely different. There's nobody living in it, but it's still it's still tough to see. Yeah, man. It's like, it, Shenley was a cool place, man. It was really diverse. Like, diversity from the first time I walked in there. So it was, like, all walks of life. And just being in a, a, a mixture of, like, growing, growing up already and being around, like, a lot of people living with my grandma and like kids around my area so just going to Shinley like it was it was cool it was fun it's like it's, yeah it's something that people would have had to experience oh yeah like so what do you that's a city school right yeah so what's the difference in your mind I mean from a city school to where I went out like in Kiski like you, you say you went to a city school what yeah. does that entail um inner city I guess that's really what it's about it's like the inner, the inner city, because, like... It's Greg Patsish. He went to Taylor Alderdice. Yeah. He pats his chest over there. So it's like, there's this, there's this, um... I don't know, it's like... There's this moxie we have in the inner city where yeah. we're like, you know, we can't wait to go show the, show the schools out on the other schools, the Whippeal schools, what we can do. And, and, and the one thing about it was cool because, like, it was competition. So it's like, while we were killing everybody in the city... Cause we were the best it was good to get competition from all the other schools around the area of pennsylvania too. who was your who was your biggest competition um older dice yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah they had a uh they had a good like they had a good squad like they had on their on their track squad 
they had um, not only you know sprinters but distance too. So okay. they got a lot of points from distance. Where you know we had distance, but we had to step it up a couple years. So it's like by the tail end of my my uh, my senior year, that's when uh, we stepped it up. But okay. they still had one of the best like uh, cross country teams. Everything and that's what they're known for. I mean, who is who is your biggest one outside of city schools? Outside of city yeah, schools? like was there anyone you were excited to play every year that wasn't a city school? Uh, let's see. I I used to love running against like Aliquippa, okay, West Mifflin. Um, what else? Uh, there was a couple Penn Hills. Yeah. Uh, Penn Hills back in the day. They had some good athletes. Yeah, like those 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 teams. West Mifflin had a real good squad. Uh, not only in like track but basketball football back in the day yeah so. their football team was very yeah, good every year yeah they were nice um, back in the day so i don't know what happened so let's talk about growing up i mean in and like elementary school did you play like basketball oh, flag football anything like man, that and i and i went to prospect middle school so oh, okay that was in mount washington yeah um that's when i really fell in love with sports like my first for real for real, my first like official being on the team Sport was volleyball. Really? Yeah. No way. What were you that? What's the um, the position? It's like a French word. Um. Where they wear a different colored shirt. Speak in, Greg, if you can think of it. French word. Yeah. There's. I let it go. Let it go. And everybody that I know that likes volleyball that might actually listen to it. Cause smack me. It's like au pair, but I know that's a babysitter. But there's a word. Do you know what I'm talking about in pro volleyball? Where like the small person that dives around and hits the oh, ball. You know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking All about. All right. Yeah. I can't think of it. Greg, Google it. If you could, um, but anyway, so why volleyball? Uh, my sixth grade, I think she was my uh, gym teacher. Uh, no, was Miss Benson. My no, Miss Benson was an English teacher, and one of the coaches in uh, my my sixth grade uh, gym teacher was like, "Yo, like you would be good at this because that's what we we played volleyball one time. We he was showing us the basics and stuff. Yeah." like oh this guy's really good so <laughs> I did that and then like I just started falling in love with sport like I did volleyball then I just started running and that's where I really felt like I fell in love with running basketball really basketball did it all, uh wrestling yeah um went into a lot of tournaments. yeah I could see you being a wrestler too because yeah, honestly most of the wrestlers were just fit um normally stocky dudes that mm-hmm. just they just had the power on them like my sixth grade I went um Undefeated. Ah, no way. And then lost in the championship. Cause that, it, it, it was, was it, crazy. who'd you lose to? I lost to this one dude. Like, it's crazy. This one year, I lost to this this one dude. Seventh grade, I went undefeated, one goal. Eighth grade, undefeated, one goal. Um, no, seventh grade, sixth grade, I won goal. Eighth grade, seventh grade, I won silver. I lost to my okay. cousin. Oh, really? Yeah, he went to another oh, school. Oh, that's tough. What school did he go to? He went to Columbus. And okay. we didn't find out we were cousins until later that summer. I swear. We hated each other. Like, Wait, I hated and then it. you find out you're yeah, cousins. we were at a... Be- How do you deal with that at that age? Because that that's was... a tough age where, like, I hate kids that are my friends. Yeah. Like, I couldn't imagine finding out my rival is my cousin. Yeah, man. And then by the time I got to high school, um, I, th- I wanted to... I wanted to do uh, wrestling, but it was something that was just fun to do in middle school. Like, slamming people on their head was fun in middle school. <laughs> is, all right, so the biggest issue I got with people that are wrestlers is, like, the whole, I'm skipping my lunch period to run in a garbage bag in the gym. Oh. Like, that whole thing was crazy to me, yeah. dude. I loved lunch. Oh. That was my favorite time of the day. Only time I did that is when you lose weight. 
when you have to yeah and that's probably that's really before you go to like a, a big meet or something okay so i did that and i i mean sixth grade i was 85 pounds seventh grade i was 95 and then uh eighth grade i was 110 but i was wrestling people no i was 110 and moved up to 122 i was wrestling people at a higher weight class. okay so that's how i really got good um won mad medals so really so wait why didn't you do it you didn't do it in high school or did you do it in high school? i did it one i did it for maybe about three matches in well, high school how, how come i don't know it was just i love basketball like i was okay i play aau so like i was really, oh i got you i was an active that's big an active kid i didn't like staying home or being in the house for real for real. so i just made sure like my mom made sure to keep were me you active. uh one guard in basketball yeah two, okay yep one guard i say i was gonna guess one or twos but just I ended up playing in college for a little bit. No too. way. Yeah. Where at? At Till College. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll definitely get to that. I didn't know that. We'll definitely get to that portion of it. But let's, uh, I mean, so, um, all right, you get to high school. You like you like moving. Mm-hmm. What did you do in high school? What was your favorite sport? What was your most successful sport? Favorite sport was basketball, yeah. but I got cut my 10th grade year. No way. Yeah, I'm I made Michael it. Jordan story. Yeah, basically. I made it. <laughs> literally made it. And, like, this dude, I'll never forget this, this white dude, Keith. He was on the the baseball team, and it was me and him, and we walked into the office, and he was for sure on the team. Like, I mean, his dad was one of them people that, like, he was at every game. Yeah. Like, I mean, just having that that, that dad that's in the stands and talking in the coach's ear was like, yo, how does this dude make the team? Yeah. But he made the team. Because of his dad talking to everybody, yeah. And then it was, like, between me and this other guard, and I was so sick that, like, Coach Sky went in the office, and he was like, you know, you're one of my – one of my favorite people, but, you know, I'm going to have to let you go. And I was like, what? So, you know, I had track to fall back on anyway. Yeah, yeah. I was a track runner. Like, I was one of the best track runners. But Did you enjoy track? Yeah, I enjoyed track. So explain to me a little bit about the events and everything, because I obviously didn't do track. Yeah. I thought about doing, um, not javelin, shot put. I thought about doing shot put and trying it, mm-hmm. but the dude we had at Kiski was just Big as hell, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm okay. Like, I'm good with just soccer." Uh, so, talk to me a little about. I mean, track like um, um, the ins and outs of it, like really, because for me, looking inside out, you're just running. Yeah, but I know it, there's so much more. to It's it. more than running. There's so much like conditioning. There's so much um, paying attention. There's so much like it's really it, it's. You have to have a good coach, man. Like, you really, really? have a good coach. It's all See, about coaching. See, that's wild to me because I'm just thinking, all right, this dude running, like, whatever, but the coaches really matter. And yeah, stuff. and Dang. it's like you can make a you can make a runner out of anybody. You don't have to. Really? It's not always about, like, does this person got speed. It's all it's endurance, man. Like, endurance and just, like, it's personal. It's a team sport, but yeah. it's really you're running your own race for real. Yeah, bit. yeah. Um, so talk a little bit. I want to know about hurdles because, uh, like, that sounds hard. So the first time I, I like got on the hurdle, as you can see right here, I don't know if you can see that. Oh line. wow! From yeah, here all the way here. There's yeah, there's there's a line. I cut my uh, I cut my thing, my hand with a spike with my spike. I was doing I was running. Oh, and you drill. reached back and oh yeah, my god, had some brand new spikes in and like messed my hand up. Just cut it oh. right to the knee. It was just bleeding right there, and everybody I fell. And everybody was laughing because I fell, and, and they didn't I realize. Yeah, and I ran like straight past everybody because I thought my I thought I cut my hand off, half my hand off. But Jeez, I was scared after that to do it. But then my coach was like, you know, you don't got to do it if you don't want to. And I was like, I ain't no punk, so <laughs> I 
I stuck with it as many times as I hit like my my ankles and stuff and, yeah. and all that. It was it was fun. It was it. I became one of the best hurdlers in like Western Pennsylvania in the city. Damn. Now, to, do you do you credit a lot of that to going to city school? Heck like yeah. really? Because you said like your first thought right there is I ain't no punk. Yeah. Me in high school, I'm like yeah, coach, I'm good. Like I'm not really gonna do that thing anymore. Mm-hmm. But you say I ain't no punk. Yeah, like was that a, that was a big thing in city a, school? Yeah, that was a big thing. It was like you either step up or. Like, yeah. like, no, it's real though, man. It's like I, I agree. You want to step up and you want like show what you can do. Are you nice or are you not nice? And if you ain't nice, that's cool. You just sit the yeah, bitch. That's all right. <laughs> like, you just yeah. ain't. Yeah, that's all right. You just aren't there. Mm-hmm. Um. So now talk about the, uh, the the college process with basketball and everything. Uh, talk about. I want to hear like. So did you get scouted, recruited, anything like I thought, that? Like for track, I had two sports. I played because I play AAU basketball. I got to play with a lot of of good good talent that was on basketball, like, you know, high school and everything. Everybody knew I played for Shinley, and then, you know, I got cut, and it was like, I was going to go to another school. I actually was going to transfer to Older Dice at the time. Oh, really? It was either Older Dice or... Now, know, was that just a personal thing? That or? was a personal thing. I just didn't want... I was like, after I got cut, I was... Because that's what I went to Shinley for. I, I went there to play basketball, and... That didn't happen. I mean, it did, but it didn't. I mean, I was the I was the uh, cameraman for the basketball team at one point. Really? Too. So I had to work, I worked my wow, way up, man. Yeah. And um, that's rough, man. When I got cut, I still you know had track, but I always played basketball. Everybody knew like, yo, this dude likes basketball. So from summer league to winter league. Like, now, what was AAU like? Because obviously that's fun. the big thing you hear about every every guy that goes to the pros. Yeah. Played AAU. So I what was that with like? The PA hoop stars and like PA hoop stars. We only had at the time, it was it was like it was it was kind of scary because I'm playing with dudes that are from all over. Really, like all like I'm talking about McKeesport, um, shoot Plum, uh, oh, wow. everywhere, Connellsville. They all like it's a traveling team, so there was only two city people at the time. There was this guy named Lonnie. He was he went to Langley. He was one of the best. He was like a, a real good guard, and then there was me. And then there was like all these dudes that was like six five and, and everything. <laughs> and then I was just a good guard at the time, man. I was just like, I just knew the fundamental of basketball and just like yeah. And I could dunk, so yeah, I was touching. Wait, them. hold on, I fought. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Yeah. You could dunk. Yeah, I was. I how was how tall were you then? Shoot, in high school I was only like five eight. Like I was touching rim and. and uh, like smacking boards. I'm six foot, and I've tried to dunk so many times. Yeah, man. And my girlfriend keeps telling me you're gonna hurt yourself, and I said, I know, but like, you ain't got no hops. I have no hops, and I understand that. But that, all right. Anyway, so that, yeah, let's backtrack. So you played in college. Mm-hmm. Um, did you run track in college too? Yeah, I ran track in college for a little bit. Now, basketball where's... and track. I did it at the same time. What 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 college you say it was? Till College. And where are they at? And that's in Greenville, PA. Okay. Yeah, that's past. Uh, it's past Grove City. Oh, okay. Yeah, I only went there for two semesters. And did you I, enjoy it? I did. I went there because, like, at the time, I thought I was going to uh, pit for track, and that didn't fall uh, through. okay. So I decided I was all right. I got uh, Duquesne. Yeah. And, nope. So really? I didn't want to go see, to CCAC, but I think that would have been the best move for me. Yeah, In I mean, hindsight, hindsight 2020. Yeah. That's, the, that's the big thing. But man. I ended up going to Till, and... Um, it was, it, you know, being a, coming, being a kid, coming from the inner city, then 
you've been with your mom and your sister and your fam, and then you finally get on your own. So now, you know, your first semester, you just wild out a little bit. You don't go to, you don't I, go to that yep, 8 o'clock class. Yeah, 8.30 sounds, mm-hmm. yeah. sounds early. 11.30 sounds early. So in what stage, I mean, during all this, did you start rapping? I always was rapping. I was rapping since really? high school. Like, track meets. We used to, like, just yeah. freestyle and have fun. During, during, during track meets and, like, away meets and stuff like that. One of the biggest meets was Baldwin Invitational. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so, where they had states every year. Mm-hmm. Baldwin was beautiful. I love Baldwin. Like, that. that's where you showed your stuff. Like, yeah. yeah. Everybody yeah. was there. And, of course, I went to states and stuff like that three years in a row. That's a beautiful sound. <laughs> it sounds like when Wayne used to have that the pick, that big pen. Be like, yep. All right, so so we already told Mars, but I'm going to say it's for everybody that doesn't know, when you crack a new beer, which I always buy Lion's Head, looking for a sponsorship, haven't gotten it yet, answer your Twitter DMs, uh, you got to do a, uh, a movie quote. So, Mars, what would you bring for us? All righty then. Jim Carrey, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Love it. Love it. It's one of my favorite movies. Yo, Jim Carrey's a god. He is it, man. Now you were telling, you were saying you did, uh, you were watching the Jim Carrey documentary, right? Mm-hmm. I know that I need to see that, but I haven't seen it yet. Convince me, like, make me want to go upstairs and watch it right now. What's great about it? If you don't, it like, I never really, as far as knowing Jim Carrey, you know, the actor. Not even on the comedian side, like yeah, yeah. I was young. I thought he was just an actor I before just, I realized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I, when you really, I mean, like, Truman Show is top five movies for me. Yeah, all time. and like I remember when I was younger, I used to see him on like In Living Color, but then I used yeah. to see him like on other like movies and stuff. I remember like Ace Ventura, then The Mask. The Mask was yeah. like one of my favorite movies. But seeing him, he played a um. I guess in one of his in one of his roles he had played. Um, I don't want to mispronounce the dude, the uh, comedian's last name, but it was Andy, Andy something. Um, this sucks because I should know this. But I yeah, I know what you're talking about. He was funny. I'll 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 put the name in the bio. Yeah, because <laughs> I know exactly. Unless Greg yeah, wants was, to Google it like, now, yeah, Greg. Yeah, yeah, if he, you want to Google it, Greg, please do. do. So much work. But uh, but no, yeah. So he, he did this Andy guy and a, a bio guy. Yeah. But by the way, volleyball position, libero. Libero. Mm. That was what I. Mm. Oh, fuck me. Anyways, thank you, research libero. development department. Twenty minutes later. Mm-hmm. Um. Fuck so off. is it about him becoming this character yeah. or? It's like. It's like what what um what uh, Ledger did. Oh yeah, Heath Ledger in the Dark Knight. Yeah, like oh, if we would have got dark, to see man. like the the behind the scenes of of him going into was it as dark? It was it was real like it was dark. Like he really went into this character, like the character that he's in and he's portraying this guy. This is how this guy act in real life. Like this really? is how this act, this is how this comedian act in real life. You didn't know, like when he was in front of the camera, he rode that he rode that wave until like you didn't. Now, didn't he have people come up to him and he was like, "Oh, I'll, yeah, I'll let Jim Carrey know." But I mean, yeah. was that okay? Yeah. All right, I've seen that video. And it was real. It was it was it was more of um, it was more of him. That was all his. That was all his film. It wasn't nothing with the the film uh, crew or the production. Really, he was filming the behind the scenes of him 
acting as Oh, uh, so it was a movie that he said, hey, film me doing this. Mm-hmm. And they was like, the wow. film production people didn't want to put it out. Because they was like, yo, at the time, they was like, he would be an asshole. They was like... Yeah, he, I mean, that, that's a very true like thing. An asshole, ad- and this was probably early in his career, right? No, this was like... Yeah, I actually, yeah, this was three movies in, and this was the fourth wow. one I think he played, he was uh, doing. He wanted to establish himself before you release things about what he does. But the but the part that he played, I mean, the, the guy that he played, the the, an, the Andy comedian, um, it was a perfect, because they're uh, similar backgrounds. So. Oh. Andy Kaufman. Yes, Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman. <laughs> yeah. Thank man. you, research department. Yeah, Great. welcome, bitches. Yeah, he was. He That's was tight, cool. though. Man. So, what's your what's your favorite movie? I asked Chances too, and he said uh, Training Day. Training Day. Yeah. What's your What's your favorite oh, movie of all man. time, Mars? I mean, uh, you can give me a couple if you need to, but like, what's your What's your go to? It's on TV. I'm gonna watch it. I love this movie. Movie. No laugh, and I'm gonna put this on record. <laughs> it's It's actually two movies. Oh, okay. I like that. It's the first Power Rangers movie. Oh, wow. And, damn, it's a toss-up. It's actually a toss-up between Power Rangers, Jumanji, and I remember when the first Pokemon movie came out. Yes! So I knew how excited I was. Yo, that first Pokemon (laughs) movie was amazing. I had got the Miu card where you go for the... Yep, and and you you get in the writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, the problem, the first time I saw that movie... They messed up the film. Yeah. So it started halfway through. So then they rebated us. I had to go back and watch the beginning. I was so mad because I knew what was going to happen the whole movie, man. Man, I waited in line for that movie. That movie was awesome. That was great. Yeah. And and, and the reason why I say Jumanji, because Jumanji was one of my favorite, me and my sister. That was one of our favorite movies. Jumanji's a Great movie. All it, me and my sister would watch Jumanji and all about the Benjamins all day. Yeah, we knew like every part. Now, did you movies. see they're making the? They did already, but they're yeah. making the remake of it. What do you think about? It? I mean, it ain't a remake. It's not a remake. It's like four kids playing the game that get sucked into it. R.I.P. Robin Williams, man. It's yeah, nothing, facts nothing, actually. Facts. Whoa, it's nothing like it. Nothing. It will never be the same. Like. The Rock. I, I I like The Rock. I like The Rock. I like Kevin Hart. I like Jack Black. Well, you can't just put these dudes in in like big name movies. Yep. Jumanji, Future. Yep. The Rock. Kevin Hart. Like. <laughs> now, what's your what's your favorite uh, movie by Robin Williams that's not Jumanji? Ooh. Um. Cause right. my, I mean, low key, mine might be Hook. It, I don't know if it is, but it might be Hook because I love the way he portrayed an older Peter Pan. You know what I mean? But what if you what's yours? Because Robin Williams was that was an effective dude. I mean, you could even pick Aladdin and I would back you up on that. That was whoo. There's two actually, and it's it's weird because it's like there's Mrs. Doubtfire. Yep. And then there's this one movie. I think he called I think he did this movie called The Photoshop. And it was like him being this uh photo dude. At like a ride, like a, a, really? a ride aid or like a something like a CBS yeah yeah type where you of, go to get your film developed type and of he thing. was like mad creepy in this movie but it was like one of them the ones they was like yo this ain't a funny movie yeah like it's like ooh, Robin Williams is playing a creepy dude like Jim Carrey did a ton of those too he did. so I feel you on that where yeah. it's like that oh we have a funny guy and he's doing a horror flick or he's doing a yeah. creepy movie Cable Man. yeah oh, yeah Cableman yeah um. Yeah, That's like good. movies. I mean, my favorite, like my favorite actors, two actors yeah, yeah, yeah. that I like are um, Leonardo DiCaprio. 
Slays it every movie, man. Slays it. I wish he would have been got, you know, the Illis Award. Yeah, it is weird to think that Revenant was his first one when he has so... Where he had to fight a bear. Man, yeah, he had to fight a bear for the award. We'll, get beat, we'll actually get beat up by a bear. Yeah. <laughs> but that movie was that movie was crazy. I really liked that movie. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't even imagine, like... It's very well done. And yeah. it's so impressive that an actor like him can make a scene where... He, like, it's, it's tough to be by yourself yeah. in a movie. It really is, and I think it's cool that actors can make being by yourself a good scene. Like in the Revenant, he's like, you know, dude just got mauled by a bear. He's chilling, but you see his pain, you like, feel it, and you're watching. Even when it. he was like butt naked, sleeping in a, uh, <laughs> a horse, yeah. Like I was like, yo, how would he survive? Not he sleeps <laughs> in a horse. So, yo, Leonardo, he could do it all, man. And who else? Well, you were saying your second favorite? Um, second, Jim Carrey, man. Leonardo, yeah. Jim Carrey, and Adam Sandler. Yeah, Adam Sandler kills it. And yeah. he only does movies where he goes on vacation now. Mm-hmm. But, like, that dude, low-key, is is the best comedian actor, I think, of all time. He is. He man. really is. I mean, Waterboy, Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, they're amazing. The revolutionary, man. I just, I could watch them all the time. All the time. Like, yeah. I don't, I, I joke a lot. So, like, yeah. I like watching funny movies. Like, there's nothing mom, better than a good funny not, movie. Nah, me and my mom and my sister used to just watch funny movies all yeah. the time. So it's like, I like all the comedian movies and Hell everything. Yeah. So Who's your favorite comedian? Like, you need to stand up. Bernie Mac. Yeah. Yeah. Bernie Mac is that dude. Bernie Mac is R.I.P. Bernie Mac. Yeah, R.I.P. Bernie Mac. He is funny. Yeah. He was oh. like, I wish like we would have got to see the full, like, we, we what we got to see of Bernie yeah. Mac. He has so much more. It wasn't the full fledged. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was just getting his groove in. So yeah, I always love. I mean, Bill Burr. Did you ever listen to oh, him? Yeah. Oh, Bill Burr, man. Hell it's just yeah. because it's like the little things that piss him off that piss me off. It's like, oh wait, yeah, like okay, you're you're scratching your back against the pillar for the whole fucking airport because yeah. you got an itch because you're <laughs> fat. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um. All right, so let's get back into it. Um. I want you to talk a little bit about your influences in rap. Because okay. obviously, if you haven't listened to Mars Jackson, please do. Um, Mars, your music is by far, and Greg walked into this not knowing you, mm-hmm. but saying your music is something that he definitely finds listenable in the sense that like it's very jazzy. It has influence. It has depth. Um, he was like, yeah, I watched his YouTube videos all day. Yeah, like, I went to a SoundCloud. Like, it's, it's something cool where I tell people, like, hey, this is Mars. And it's not just like, it's not just the new media where it's like, oh, dude, he talks about bangers. No, you mm-hmm. have depth to you. So yeah. talk about your influences. Talk about what made you actually pick to be Mars Jackson when it came down to it. Um, I mean, just having the love for hip hop. Yeah. And uh, growing up around it and everything. Like, I, um, my mom is the only girl of like five brothers. So oh, wow. It was She's a lot of then. yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of influences, and on top of that, like with my my grand my grandfather, God bless his soul, and like my grandma, um, just like living with them for a short period, a short stint in my life, and being able to listen to them oldies and and yeah. things, the funk music and everything, and then having my uncles, they all had different personalities and they listened to different music, so you know my influences have a big diverse range yeah so my grandma used to watch the country channel 
Really? You know what I'm saying? We yeah. used to do line dances and stuff <laughs> like that. Like me and my. I did uh, two stepping. You ever hear two stepping? Yeah, 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 I did yeah. that down in Texas, and I was like, wow, this is a culture yes. shock, man. So, like, and my grandma, she's, you know, she's raised, born and raised in Pittsburgh, like Pennsylvania. Yeah. So, um, being like one of the only, uh, at that time, her and my, and my great uncle Blaine, one of the, uh, only black people in their area, you know, they went to a predominantly white school. And um, my grandma just was like, yo, I've always been diverse in music and everything. And I think it just, like, from her, her my great-grandfather, um, he was real big in music in Pittsburgh and everything. And on the Hill District, they had, like, you know, the biggest jazz scene and everything. And a lot of people would come through Pittsburgh yeah. just to, like, come here, show their stuff. Just like if they would have went to New York, it was like, yo, I got to stop through Pittsburgh yep. and do my thing. So, um, you know, I listen to it all, man. Like, I don't really like the, uh, at the stage I'm at now, I can't be like, um, I like just this one artist. Like, yeah. I like Jay-Z. I like Nas. I like, I'll, I, I like this. I like that. Me, it's like, I used to listen to a lot of Pharrell, Nerd. Yeah. Um, man, I played a lot of video games, so... All the music that was on the video games, like Dude, I, Sonic, yeah. I, the soundtrack on Sonic made Wiz Khalifa's first major seven, and that was woo. like I tones, man. I would listen to like Hot Chili Peppers, yeah, Jimmy Eats World. Uh, then you and then people like, oh, you listen to that stuff? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, a culture influence. It ain't just like I, you're a rapper, you listen to rap. Yeah, no, it's and when sounds, I say, it's tones. People man. crack up when I say Jimmy Eats world it's just this one particular song that i like what like song? it's called the sweetness yeah like i love that song like that song is one of my in the video is like crazy yeah. i remember being young and like listening to this song off of um tony hawk or whatever yeah and that was like, where yeah tony hawk was the greatest influence yeah. in my childhood music well, ever man man I, I had a i remember in high school i used to rap and uh i would have this freestyle and and i remember this one this one line I said, 900 on the wrist, they think I'm fly. And everybody was like, what's that? I was like, yeah, the 900, like 900 on the wrist like Tony Hawk. Like, yep, yep. So, yeah, man, but influences just range. I mean, I listen to yeah, man. It's, it's about listening to different things. That's yeah. the whole thing, yeah. Like, I don't discriminate. Like, even the new the new music and stuff, like, I listen to it all. You got to listen to it. Yeah. All. You got to. He's been killing us all night. Oh my gosh, pay attention. Somebody's been killing somebody out there. Whole point I did this because I, I was looking for a quote that I gave Chance last week in a movie. I'm going to give you the scene. Okay. Madison Square Garden, basketball game. The individual is with his wife, and there is somebody in a trench coat sitting next to him, except it is not somebody. It is five aliens. Watching the basketball game. Oh. Welcome to the space. Yeah, man. there it is. <laughs> man, once you hear, once I heard yeah. that, I was like, it's either between two movies. When you said basketball, I was like, either Space Jam or it's the one with Will Ferrell. Tropic Thunder? Uh, yeah. Or no, um, 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 uh, Semi-Pro. Oh, semi semi yeah, semi they, the, they are the tropics. That, I guess Tropic that was the Thunder damn. is... Tropic Thunder is a great That's movie. That's up there no, with that movies. I absolutely love the part of that, and I'm going to save it for a quote later because I'm going to definitely drink another beer. I have that <laughs> one written down dude, in my head. I got it. Who's playing a dude? Who's playing a dude? Who's playing another dude? 
Um, <laughs> wow, yeah, we're gonna cut about ten minutes of that because I was pathetic. But hey, uh, Hell no. Morris, let's let's go back. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk a little bit about you with signing. Okay. So you were independent for how long, and then who did you sign with, and, um, and how did that all process go? So I started rapping in Detroit, um, like officially. Like I've been rapping, you know, of course, like since out of high school and stuff like that and everything. But 2011, when I graduated from Slippery Rock University. Wait, you gra- really? Yeah. Uh, Greg and I both went to Slippery Rock. I went all for right. a year. Greg went for four years. Okay. And you graduated in 11? Yep. So Greg would have been a freshman then. Yeah. I was a senior in high school. Yep, I graduated from, from good old Slippery Rock. No way. Yeah. I didn't uh, know. That's tight. Where'd you live at up there? I lived, uh, all right, so. Do you live Heights? I lived at, nope, I lived at the Ivy. And Ivy, then, yeah. And then I moved to Towers. Okay. Moved to Towers, because it was cheaper. Yeah, it was. So, yeah. I only spent a year there, then I came down here. Like, Point Park, dude, but I, I love it. I, pro- uh, I can't, the last time I went up there, it, it was crazy, like, last time I went up there, I was like, yo, the Sheets is not even where it's at anymore. The Sheets is the brand new Sheets, they completely moved Farther. it. It is a block away. The brewery now sells beers to downtown Pittsburgh. Wow. North Country Brewery Co. is the brewery. When I was up there, I remember they, like, literally, the, the, the biggest thing up there that was so dope to me was Babe's Hot Dog Shop. Yep. Like, Babe's Hot Dog Shop yep. was the illest. Like, when they first opened it, I got to... I got to, <laughs> And it was where I met, like, DJ Nugget, who owns Goldmark. Shut up. Nugget yeah. went to Slippery Rock? Nugget used to DJ at would DJ every Thursday at uh, G-Hill. Yeah. Shut up. So before up. I even became an artist, before there was a Morris Jackson or anything, I used to be drunk as hell partying Thirsty Thursdays. Shout DJ out Nugget. DJ Nugget. Yeah, shout out man. the gold mark. Shout out so when I, um scenario yeah. real quick. Because not that I've met Nugget. Yeah. I, I just Cody's from, but like yeah. the amount of stuff he's done for me not knowing it has been insane. I was literally shout out to G Hill, of course, yeah. yeah. but no Nuggets Nugget is an influential human in Pittsburgh right Got now. Got it from the mud, man. Wow, only, I didn't know any of that. Only DJ, I mean, only person DJ that I know that owns not only DJs has DJs. But owns his own bar and nightclub. And nightclub. In Pittsburgh. Yeah, he's killing he's it. Killing I, it. I, I respect Nugget to the fullest. Like I said, I've never actually met the guy, but I, I mean, mm-hmm. with the creatives guys and, and, and with you and, and a couple other friends of ours, I've yeah. been to both the look and they're insanely cool. Yeah. He's such a cool guy. Such a cool dude. Um, wow, that's so cool. So, wait, how did you find, um, is, it, is it pronounced Misra? Mizra. Mizra. Okay. How did you find Mizra? All right. Basically, I had an interview on NPR, All Things Considered. Really? Here. No and way. Jeff Benton, who is the general manager of Mizra, reached out to me through Facebook. I thought it was fake. I thought it was like, all right, this dude's reaching out, whatever. Yeah, you know some guy's starting his own thing. Yeah, but then, you know... I always research stuff, so yeah. I looked up his name. I started seeing Next Pittsburgh, started seeing uh, the Pittsburgh Magazine and all the stuff that he was into, wow. and Mizra and Wild Kindness. That's another um, another label that he helps run. And um, when I looked at the, the credentials of Mizra and just the roster and everything and realizing, like, yo, this isn't Pittsburgh. Like, this is a national, an international national wow. indie label. Under Sub Pop, like licensing through Sub Pop and everything, um, and distribution through Red Eye, it only made it, it made uh, it was a no brainer. 
So we like I sat on it for a little while, met with him, sent yeah. him some music, uh, we talked. It was dope going into an office and like really felt official. Like, yeah, it yeah, felt yeah, official. Yeah. And it, it nobody did this for me. It was like I had to seek this for myself. Now, you are their only rap artist? Yeah. Okay, now where do they normally go and then why did he reach out to you? Did um, he ever say is my is my big question. He wasn't he wasn't even looking for like rap. He was like, you know, I always thought about having a rapper on the label. Yeah. He said, but we wasn't looking. Like, it's not like I was looking for a rap or anything. He was like, it was just about how you spoke about the city. Yeah. He was like, you're very genuine. He was like, and I could see that you was out and about. And he was like, people love you. And he was like, and you love your city. And I love the people. And I love everything that everybody's doing. Have you met a person that doesn't like you? And if they, I did, mean, really, I mean, yeah. if they if they don't like me, they they probably wouldn't tell me that. To yeah, because yeah. <laughs> personally, since the moment I can't even remember when I met you or how I met you, but from the moment I met you, like we kicked it, we kicked it. Yes, and we started talking, yeah. and then I remember the second time you introduced me to your your girlfriend, and. We briefly talked about wrestling. We, we was on the rooftop talking about wrestling. That was it. Yeah, that was like honestly, we and it was that um 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 I went up to you with Spirit too, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and yeah. we just we literally Greg had had took me to a wrestling event. Not that that was the only one, but like I've been to a couple and like I knew you were into wrestling and I hit you about it and we just talked and like you introduced you to, to Haley. You know, oh, like genuinely though, a hundred percent. Um, you are just so easy to talk to, easy to bond with. Yeah. That I think that they hit a home run with this one because I get it. They might not have had rap artists, mm -hmm. but you do represent Pittsburgh well. And you years, carry yourself man. perfect. Yeah, the first, it's the first to be signed in 17 years. Wow. Uh, black artists too. Like that was even. Really? Yeah, they only, they, 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 I was like, what? Now, and I'm assuming, obviously this wasn't like a thing, but no. like, what did they, it, they, it, it I mean, means a lot. Yeah, it means a lot. And plus like, they have time, they had talent in yeah. that genre. Like I don't take, when I looked at, the genre that they were in, like, you know, um, folk music, uh, just <laughs> everything. Like, I'm just looking and I'm yeah, just Yeah, they're like, in a lot of culture. I listened to it. I listened, like, this is a this is something that I did. I listened to everybody that was yeah. on the on the label. And I picked a good, I picked, I, at least I found one or two songs that I liked from each and every person. Really? Now, and then a lot of them don't even have, I don't know, like their Twitter handles or anything. That's awesome. Or whatever, but I looked up every person before I even signed the dotted line. Like, is this the move that I want to make? And I was like, yep. So I made that move, and uh, it was, it's, it's good. I have a, a, a album coming out. Um, release date is to be announced, but I'll tell oh, you that. Yeah, uh, what can you give us? I'll is this you. is this super secret? Yeah, this is first? Th oh, yeah. we made it! First this drop. Let's go. Uh, release the release party. Yeah, is on my birthday. So when's your birthday? It's in May. No so way! It's going to be on a Friday. It's May fourth. Yeah. Right. So like the release party is going to be on my birthday. So that's I'll awesome. give you. I'll give everybody yeah, no. that. Yeah. Um. That's that is. Trust me. That's yeah. that's enough. And um. Did you just say May fourth? Mm -hmm. May the fourth be with you. And that's why Greg doesn't get a mic. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, psych. That's your birthday's yeah. May fourth. That is actually tight. Psych. Everything I said. May the fourth be with you. Is tight. Yeah. I 100 percent agree that's with Greg. Cool. I just like to bust his balls. Um, no, that's awesome. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. um, anything we? Yeah, I mean, we'll completely shout that out because yeah. that is amazing news. Um, obviously, whatever information I'm allowed to say, we'll yeah. discuss later. Yeah. I don't want to fuck everything yeah. up. <laughs> I mean, you already. Um, you print what? 
we kicked it and I'll let you I let y'all listen to the album first. That album. <laughs> so now that I think about it, yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Back in holiday, um it's fire, man. Everything you put out is is everyone can listen to and enjoy it. Yeah, I went all in with this one. Um I love it, man. Nice Rec. Shout out to Nice Rec. Uh producer. He's my he's he's my my homie. He executive produced this. We did this from scratch, like no samples, no nothing. Wow. It was just strictly. I kept it Pittsburgh, all the That's way down fire, to the man. to the um, to the artwork, all the way down to everything. Everybody from Pittsburgh helped me, so I made sure that this was. That's awesome. This was city. Like, if this ever gets big, which you know I hope God permits it to, and everything, and even with my single that I got coming out, um, called Heart Dance, that we actually dropped the album in Australia already. Yeah. Wait, swear. Yeah, so the wow. album is playing in Australia. The the single we, is it doing good? It's over doing there? good. Wow, yeah, the single's man. doing real good. It's got picked up on uh, Triple J Radio. That's one of the biggest radio stations in Australia, and um, it's doing real good and 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 everything. So we're gonna drop it here, probably before the holiday. So before Christmas, I hope before Christmas. If not, um, I want to do something intimate with like a premiere. We got a video too. Yeah, man. We did the we we, we did the video and everything. So, um, yeah, good days never last forever is coming soon. Uh, I could tell you like as far as like features, we got Benji on there. Really? And we have Chew Jackson. Those are the only two features I did. So Damn. I want. Jake See, Cole. I didn't know this was happening yeah. now. Like, yeah. Jeez. Um. Nah, man, that's awesome. Congratulations! I can't wait to hear it. Can't wait to share it all with you guys. Um, anything I can do, which, uh, with the, the three people and my mom that listen to this, let me know, uh, would love to, would love to do anything I could, man. Um, that's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you, man. Like, um, it was hard work, but we got it done. Yeah, man. That's all it is. I mean. It's coming on vinyl, man. It's going to be on vinyl. It's going to be swear. on CD. Like, you buy the CD, you get the free MP3 downloads. I, so. I want a vinyl, oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, I want a vinyl. Yeah. Um. You know, Mars, I, I would be remorse if I didn't ask you, how does sports tie into your, your rap? How does sports tie into your life? Because you have a day job, you have you have yeah. all these things. And trust me, I know how hard it is to grind, mm-hmm. to have, I, for a long time I had a day job and a night job. I mm-hmm. worked for a firm, I worked at a restaurant at night. Uh, what, what does sports come into that, man? Because I know that sports, the whole point of this podcast is to find out what drives people from where they grew up in sports to the culture they're creating. So what what credit do you give this track, wrestling, basketball background you have to how much you work? I think it's like with sports and the way I do what I do and how I do and I think about sports a lot. Um, you know, being on a team, yo, like you're not you don't even know everybody that's on your team when you first try out. Yeah. You, you know who's on the team, but you don't know who's on the team. So it's like, it's just trusting your instinct and being like, yo, I can, these are team players. Yeah. So the way I move and how I always moved is I moved with like, just, you know, even if it's not a permanent team or, you know, it's all my friends, excuse me, it's all my peers and everything. And I've been on some, some dope teams that felt like family. So when I'm always interacting with people or anything like that and people are able to approach me and stuff, it's just like, that's how I, I, I do it. And it's practice, man. Like, it's the same thing like when people be like, yo, you're a good rapper. Like, did you practice? And I, and I give them that average <laughs> and I'm like, practice? Like, <laughs> practice? Like, what? Yeah. You're talking, about, you're talking practice? about practice? Like, something that I love to do? This is 24-7. Um, I don't even consider this. I have a day job. Yeah, I have a 10 to 6. 
I work eight hours, so 33% of my time, Monday through Friday, is at that place. And uh, I got the same eight hours as everybody else yeah. do, so it's all about what I do in it. And, you know, shout out to my, my lovely girlfriend who has to share her time with other stuff that I'm doing, but I yeah, make sure man. to make sure she comes first and my life, my personal life comes first before anything. And That's tough. It's just all about balance. Yeah, the balance is the toughest part, man. That's it. I know that when I brought home <laughs> two microphones, a ProSonus audio box, yeah. and all this stuff, and I said, hey, uh, hey, Kaylee, uh, yeah, I'm going to start a podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think she knows she signed up for it. So the fact that, and I'm doing this minimal hours compared yeah. to where you are, the fact that your girlfriend is with you through all that is such a support. And I don't think people understand yeah. that concept of they it. Because having a support team, I mean, yeah, you got you got me and, and Cody and Chance and, yeah. and like our friend group, but at the end of the day, you know, we're not the ones with you 24-7. Like, yeah. to have that person behind you means so much. She hears all the complaining. She hears <laughs> all the backbiting. Yep. She, like, literally the other day she told me, she, we was coming from work and I was talking about something, and she said, what she say to me? She said, um, don't be a baby. And at first I was like, yeah. <laughs> you don't under... I said, wow, <laughs> you're right. Yep. Or it was basically like you're you're over it you're over it yeah. exaggerating. It's like, not as bad as you as think it is. Think it's because you're in a tunnel. Yep, hundred mm-hmm. percent, man. And you gotta have people that like I love the people that I'm around because they tell me the real, and I told them the real. And it's like we do it with respect. It's not yeah. like to hurt your feelings or anything yeah. like that. It's like yo, I love you, so I'm gonna make sure I don't want to see you effing up like everybody else is effing exactly, up because man. you got something real good and that and a lot of people want what you got and you might not even be at the where you want to be so it's like you got to be mindful you yeah. know and I, I think everybody that i've encountered whether it was like you guys or videographers and anybody that's encountered me they're like yeah i learned something from this guy like i i had a a, a dude that like you know thought i wanted a free video or something from him and i was like the way I the way he approached it, and he told me at the end, like, "Yo, I hope this is not a deal breaker for you." And I was like, "When when did I ever had an indication to let you know that I would think this is free? I don't need no favors from nobody." Yep. I was like, "I'm always like, yo, I'm I'm the the guy that's like, yo, pay the artist, pay them before you yeah. pay anybody. Like on my album and everything, I paid everybody. Like made sure I got everybody out the way. Like." Even if we know, like, it's points or anything, I, I made sure I was fair. Like, yo, yeah, I absolutely. take less, y'all get more, because I don't care, I'm going to get it regardless. I'm just thankful that God blessed me where I was able to do something that I love to do. And, you know, somebody found favor and was like, yo, we're going to let you do this and, you know, support you. So I'm like, man, like, yeah. crazy. Absolutely. Most, I, I mean, I... I can't think of a better note to end on than yeah. that, brother. I, I listen. I, I, one hundred percent. Next time we'll appreci- talk about wrestling more. Oh my God! So actually, I announced to Greg, which is coming in the intro to this. Yeah. That thoughts from the bench, which is the blog that yeah. umbrellas it all, is coming out with a complete wrestling page in January, that my videographer Josh Elsass and Greg are gonna head. Um, I would love to have you on their oh, podcast. I definitely it is so they're gonna have a SmackDown, a Raw, an Indie, and a European yes. or a, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? UK. International, in UK. Yeah, I'm an African American blessing right now. <laughs> like this is amazing. Yo, dude. So, so basically, um, shout out to everybody that's listening because this part is gonna be secret. But 
not really, but just mm-hmm. it'll be secret because I don't want to be this part of your interview. But mm-hmm. basically, the thought of this all, just to explain a little bit to you a little more, yeah. is that I bought the um, URL for Thoughts from the Bench. Okay. Reason being is that I have so many friends, so many people in my life that want to do things that they don't know where to put it. He's too popular. So I, I have five friends. It's this great endeavor. Uh, but the thing is, I have so many people that, that have positive thoughts about sports and culture that yes. it's like, hey, guys, you know, I bought a blog. Let's put it together. Like, it. I want I want football. I want basketball. Other than that, I don't really mind whatever anyone does. Dead. So the wrestling page is a whole new endeavor that I'm not a part of, that I'm, I'm proud of. Yeah. Um, there's a video game portion coming in late January that has to do with Call of Duty and um, so there will be a portion for mainstream games like Call of Duty, Madden, FIFA, COD, yeah. or um, um, NHL. And then there will be an off-stream portion that has to do with a couple other games that people might yeah. not have heard of. Wow. Two different endeavors. Wrestling is a big major part of it. There will be a strict NHL slash MLB slash uh, NBA podcast, okay. all as different things. Um, the people that are lining up are, are um, impressive, hardworking people that I've known my whole life that I can't wait to have. Um, so please, Morris, I will let you know when the yeah, wrestling man. goes up. Let me know. Because you, you are absolutely allowed to be a guest every single week. I love um, I know your passion for yeah. it. Your girlfriend got you front row seats. Yeah. Until, what was it, road, um... Roadblock. Roadblock, yeah, because yeah, Greg, exact, Greg took me to that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, man. Um, but Mars, you know, I, I couldn't be more proud of you and what you've done and what you are. I couldn't be more happy that you would take the time to do this and believe in something that I, I believe in. Yeah, um, please, you know, take this last minute. Shout out your Instagram, your Twitter again. Shout out to, to anybody you would want to, your record label, anyone helping you with this album. Mm-hmm. Give another release date just so we have the information at Word. the end. Um, once again, Mars Jackson. Uh, be on the lookout for Good Days, Never Last Forever, executive produced by Nice Wreck. Um, coming through Misra. Uh, also, I want to shout out to all my peers, man. Keep it dope, Pittsburgh Chance, Cody Baker, Derek with Thoughts from the Bench, man. Everybody that's like doing something in the city of Pittsburgh that's really not sitting on their ass and you're out here doing something right now, regardless of what it is. Like, even if you're twiddling your thumbs on your, your iPhone and you're tweeting, like, you're doing something. So, shout out to everybody that's like doing something and, um, you know, shout out to uh, shout out to the city for real. For yeah. Real. Shout out to the Pittsburgh Steelers, ten and two. <laughs> Super Bowl bound. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that's just yeah. that's just you know protect the North, man. That's yeah. that, that's what it is. And um, no, nah, man, I, I I thank you for letting me come. And uh, you know, everybody, even as a starter, sometimes you gotta sit the bench. So you know, you get yeah. your thoughts and everything. That's the whole point, man. It's. It's, it's, I need some guys that, hey, yeah. you know, what's your thoughts? Mm-hmm. Sitting on the bench. We just found our tagline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Started. we'll, we'll yeah. pay Mars Found. Hey, um, everybody, please check out Mars Music. It is influential, it is inspirational, and it is the total, um, the total everything you could want with the word vibe. It is perfect. Um, Mars, thank you so much for being a part of this, man. Thank you for believing in what we're doing. Hell, um, I appreciate it. And, uh, man, you know what? Good luck with the new album. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. So that was the interview portion with Mars Jackson. Um, Shout out to Mars. Please check out his music, his Instagram, his Twitter, his Facebook. Mars Jackson, um, extremely influential person, extremely awesome person. Cannot influence that enough. 
Um, Greg sat in on the ones and twos. What'd you get from that, Greg? I just found my new favorite person in the world. Like <laughs> Greg, easily, so you easily, all don't know, easily. Greg sat there with Mars, and they <laughs> spoke about um, professional wrestling for probably uh, another half hour. Oh, God. Uh, which is great, because then um, you can see Mars and Greg both um, as reoccurring guests on the wrestling portion of Thoughts from the Bench. Um, once again, I do want to say this with the, with the utmost importance. Um if you have a passion for writing, if you have a passion for blogging, if you have a passion for anything, um, if you have a passion for writing, for audio, for video, in front of the camera, behind the camera, for Xbox, for PlayStation, for computer games, for bowling, for cornhole, for beer, for culture, for shoes. Okay, first off, I would school you in bowling, cornhole, and beer, so I mean... Greg's never had live. a beer. Um, yeah, guys, again, Mars... Jackson, M-A-R-S-J-A-C-K-S-O-N. Pretty sure that was um, obvious, just saying. Yeah, but some people might think it's M-A-R-Z. Illiterate um, people. Please check him out. Listen to his music. At him on everything. Um, again, thank you so much for listening to the Two Beers Deep podcast interview section. Thank you guys so much. And, uh, yeah, have a good one. Peace.